You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today we are discussing conspiracies. I know we haven't did a conspiracy in a minute, but by this being a new season, we're going to be discovering new stories and talking about new things that we can explore and talk about. So today is conspiracy about inner earth. Now, I know some of you might think it's a figment of the imagination or that it's possibly a, um, a writer's exploration of thought and science fiction, or is it something that was actually looked at and discovered upon by the government? Yeah. Was it actually researched by the government? For it not to be something that's a figment of imagination, why would the government research it? That's why it's so not conspiracy theory for today. 
Had to take a sip of my coffee after that one. But now, if you do not know, there is a new TV show called La Brea, which premieres, I want to say NBC and pun not intended. I'm literally sunken in to this TV show. Why this TV show speaks about, um, inner earth. Now, you know, they've always told us, even the CIA, you can look on their website and look up some of their directives and stuff. They've always said, if we want to hide something, we put it in plain sight. And, you know, you always are going to hear about predictive programming, especially if you are paying attention to things that are around you and you've gotten to the very, very, very old age I have gotten to. <laughs> you have seen some shit. Even if you're young like me, you have seen some shit that makes you understand and realize like, whoa, that's some shit. So let's talk about the TV show La Brea and we get more into it. Now, this is about a massive like sinkhole that opens up in the middle of the La Brea tar pits that's located in uh, Los Angeles, California. Now, if you do not know, the La Brea tar pits, that's a real fucking place and it hurted my soul when I asked I'm not gonna say no names a key demands you know have you ever heard of La Brea Tar Pits you know because like I said I'm a nerd I am a for real for real y'all don't understand I'm a nerd I love histories museums I love um hell I wanted to be an archaeologist when I was a kid the fuck um, I like geography. I'm a real, real nerd. So I asked them, yo, have you ever heard of La Brea Tar Pits? And they was like, what the fuck's that? I'm like, that's like a real like place that you could go in California where they have like real fossils of like, um, animals that was stuck in the tar pits. Like that's like what uh 65 million let me look this shit up it's 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 old as fuck uh here we go La, La Brea tar pits are a group of tar pits around which Hancock Park was formed in urban Los Angeles U.S. national asphalt has steeped up from the ground the area of tens of thousands of years Okay, I'm reading. I'm, I clicked the button. It <sighs> takes a minute. The tar is often covered with dust, leaves, and water. Over many centuries, the tar preserved the bones of trapped animals. The museum is dedicated to researching tar pits and displaying specimens from the animals that died there. La Brea Tar Pits is a registered national natural landmark. Like you can literally see gas bubbles forming in this like tar pit. And um, La Brea, you know, that's Spanish for uh, tar. So La Brea tar pits, which is saying the tar tar pits. Okay. So, and this place is located 
And the urban, which is crazy to me, why would you put the urban area around a massive tar pit, which let's be real. We don't even know what's in half of the motherfucking ocean, let alone on this earth. We still discovering species of fish and people we ain't never fucking seen before. So I don't know how safe it is to be around that area. Just saying, just throwing it out there. However, this ties in to the TV show, La Brea, which is going to tie into the inner earth. Let's ride with it. Look, don't do this to me, y'all. Don't be acting like that. I didn't told y'all about acting like that with me. I'm talking about she crazy. No, just ride with it. Now, the story of the, um, the TV show La Brea, it actually uh, takes place as a family is driving, a mother and her, two children are driving, and all of a sudden, the La Brea tar pits where the little museum is, literally starts bubbling real ferociously and literally sinks. And it's like a huge, massive sinkhole opens up that spreads at least, we talking some miles out, huge fucking sinkhole. So um, the father in the series has been having, um, has been having, um, what do you call visions there we go about certain things he just couldn't understand it and this is probably why him and his wife broke up you know how that shit go but as they fall in the son falls the mother is in the hole and her daughter tries to save her and her mother the mother takes her arm off the daughter and tells her to run the daughter escapes gets in touch with the dad which is stationed there and um, he sees his daughter. They get together and everything. And he finds out that she fell in the hole with the son. But he's saying like he doesn't think that they're dead. He doesn't know what. But he's still having visions of her. However. Now that's what's happening above. Now in the hole. The mother wakes up. On another earth like. It's grass. It's trees. And it's other people like they literally fell out of the sky. But what they did see in the sky was the Aurora Borealis. Now, if you do not know what the Aurora Borealis is, those are the northern lights that we see certain times of the year, which where I am looking at my map in Illinois, we are not supposed to see the northern lights. That's usually for people in uh, Washington, um, Parts of Canada that always get to see the Aurora Borealis. But recently now, recently we have been seeing the Aurora Borealis. We actually saw one here, uh, what was that, last year or this year? I want to say which was supposed to be seen. But Northern Lights is actually what scientists tell us is the radiation hitting off of our atmosphere which creates the northern lights and the gleaming from the sun makes it visible from the earth which you get these beautiful streaming lights now these people the mother the son now they find each other like yeah i love you okay but they find also people and structures that fell out that hole that landed there not only that 
they're looking around and it's fucking dinosaurs in there. Like prehistoric animals. And let's not forget there's another cliffhanger in here. Well, plot twist, so to say. Where the mother drops her ring that she had around her neck. The father asks, did the mother have the ring? He literally finds the ring. I want to say it's the end of the first or the second episode. Beginning of the second episode. Where he finds the ring in the place. And he knows it's his ring because, you know, they were married. This is her ring. And it's carbon dated to like 10 million years. Haven't we not found other items that has been carbon dated to 10 and 75 million years? And it's like, well, humans weren't there then. So how are we finding rocks with uh, metal shards that look like corkscrews and stuff in them? I'm serious. Now, this is for real some shit that they didn't found in the past. And old phones and that's weird shit that, you know, that doesn't have explanation on why it's there. Um, just like they found a clock that was in the ocean that, um, this clock, they reconstructed it and it worked down to the millisecond year, time, date, everything. But this was advanced technology that we didn't have. Is this a precursor of what's going on? Now you might be saying, you know what, Mayday, you think it's too far out the bubble, but have you ever heard of um, Admiral, Admiral Byrd? Yeah. He was uh, one of the first admirals. Let me type him up. I did not pull up his information, which I should have already pulled up. But Admiral Byrd, he traveled to the North Pole and the South Pole. Let me put it up. D. And so they even have his hollow earth theory because uh, Admiral Richard Byrd, Richard Byrd, he was an explorator back here in 1920s, 1930s and shit. And he flew to the North Pole. He flew to the South Pole. And even when he went to the Antarctic, he said he went past the Arctic Rim in Antarctica and he saw another um, continent the size of America, but it wasn't America. That is documented. And he said this. And don't forget, Antarctica is one of the most guarded places in the fucking world. Let's just sidebar. Every place on this earth has some type of occupational so to speak, like Hawaii is a part of the United States. So certain things with United States go in guidelines with Hawaii because it's part of us, just as Alaska is part of America, even though it would technically be in Canada. You see what I'm saying? Every piece of land is owned by some country on this earth, except for Antarctica. That is the only place that is not known to have occupancy by a whole sovereign company, a country. Antarctica is the only place where the whole entire world agrees that no one will own it. Why is that? 
Antarctica is a place that you can't just go and tour like you can Belize or Dubai or Rome or anything like that. No, you have to have the okay from the government. You have to be escorted by um, military and you're only allowed to certain parts. Now they say only scientists and stuff live there, but if other people are not allowed to go there, why wouldn't, why would we know anything less? That's one place that is not owned by anyone. Let's ponder on that. Okay. However, Admiral Byrd actually said that he did go inside of there, inside of the earth. And he said, it's another land in there. And he actually has seen UFOs coming out of there. And it's like a teleportation place for people to go and come. And that's where the hollow earth theory kind of came from that. This is not just no any old Joe Schlo, they might say. This is was, <clears throat> excuse me, this was a dedicated um, admiral. He was um, a flight man. You know, he was highly decorated. This one just no, I'm going to say some shit. They literally had a whole TV show that you can find on YouTube where he talks about candidly what he seen, what he saw. Now, he was shunned, of course, by his peers and he died penniless, but he made several discoveries and he let motherfuckers know what was up. Y'all can look at the history books, <clears throat> excuse me, in World War II and you look up Hitler. Now, we also know Hitler did horrendous things with the Holocaust and all that fuck shit he did. And I call it fuck shit because it is fuck shit. Anyone that tries to genocide a whole population due to some fuck shit, that's fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? So, but aside from that, Hitler had a fleet of his soldiers that were also on the coast of South America and had traveled and had bases on the coast of Antarctica. Now you can look this up. This will go more into the alien theory, which we can, of course, have a candid conversation about that. But this goes off into the alien theory um, that Hitler had um, help and artillery from another world. Uh, one being that's widely known as the Blanca or the Bell, which was a bell shaped hovering device. And they had to hold it in place, but it was by some unknown energy called the Blanca. Now you can look it up, which is called the bell. I got to say anything I'm telling you, you can Google this shit. It's there. No lie, no lie, no lie. It's there. Now, um, like I said, he speaks about hollow earth and we can even Google search and I can tell you when it comes up. Hollow earth, the hollow earth, hollow earth is a concept proposing that the planet earth is entirely hollow or contains a substantial interior space, notably suggested by Edward Haley in the date of 17th century. A note, a, a notion was disapproved. 
first tentatively by Pierre Bourgeau in 1740, then definitely by Charles Hudson in his Chastalian experiment around 1774. Now, but, <clears throat> excuse me, according to the new revolutionary concept, the earth is not a solid sphere, but is hollow with openings at the poles. An animal bird entered these openings for a distance of some 4,000 miles during his 1947 and 1957 Arctic and Antarctic expeditions. See, I was saying in the 20s and 30s, this shit was later than that, 40s and 50s. Come on now. Hmm. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> he said that he made a trip inside the hollow earth in, oh, I was right, in 1926. In the January of 1956, Admiral led expedition to the South Pole. Admiral Byrd stated that the North and South Poles are the only two of numerous openings into the facility of the earth. Now, you, it's right here, people. Come on. Let's not, let's not be candid about it. Now, we know that people lie to us and people hide things for us and they say, it's for the greater good of you. But wouldn't it be the greater good of me to know the truth about everything that I want to know the truth about? Now, these are expeditions that was held by the military, our, our government. And you mean to tell me, oh, that's just a conspiracy. Well, Admiral Byrd says otherwise. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We have all these different TV shows. Um, that shows about hollow earth, um, are, are, what is it called? Uh, Arthica, Arthica, R-A-G-A-R-T-H-A, Arthica, or whatever. It's supposed to be a place inside of hollow earth. So, yeah. And he, <laughs> excuse me, listen to this. Medal of Honor recipient, Admiral Richard E. Byrd allegedly wrote his encounter with a lost civilization in Antarctica. According to the hollow earth theorists, Byrd met ancient race up on underground in the South Pole. How was this left out from Byrd's mission? Operation High Jump, which is something you can look at all. They have Operation High Jump. On, um, on, uh, you can look at any little thing and they'll talk about Operation High Jump. Admiral Bird was part of that shit. So to say it didn't happen is like, so he didn't lie. He lying about what happened now. He had a fucking Nobel, no, uh, a Medal of Honor. He had a Medal of Honor for going there. They don't get those motherfuckers out like they give Tootsie Rolls out. Well, whoever eats Tootsie Rolls, I'm just saying. But they don't. <clears throat> so, is it something that, um, that should be looked at? It's just a conspiracy. 
Um, and he speaks candidly about this. Like I said, he received the whole Medal of Honor. He went on a whole TV show and talked about this shit. Now, if that would have happened now, it would have been like epic. Like, oh, my God. And then you makes you wonder, is it a charlatan scam as we see Jeff Bezos and the man I love to hate Elon Musk going into outer space? And if it is a inner earth, how do we know that we're not a part of the inner earth? Maybe there's another earth on top of us. We don't know. You know, the Bible says the firmament, which is made, <coughs> excuse me, which divides the waters from the skies. So is there proof even in the Bible that there's an inner earth? Because that's what the firmament is. It's a part that divides the earth from the uh, the waters in space. And it's God's creation, the firmament that surrounds us. And if that's the case, is there another civilization above us? They give it to us in plain sight all the time. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just saying, look at it, you know. It's three sides to every story. This side, that side, and the actual truth. But sometimes if you put them both together, you might get a piece of the truth. So, <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to take a break right now. And we'll be right back with the Mayday Mayhem Podcast. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem Podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. Hello, friends. I have a business opportunity that you can't refuse. Why don't you check out my two friends? We have a production company called Two Hitman Production, LLC. Check them out. They got everything you need for your production needs. Look them up. You need actors, they got them. You need writers, they got them. You need producers, they got them. Hit them up. Look for Two Hitman Productions, LLC. It's ran by my homie, Charlie Oxy and Matt Bear, go holler at him. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And we are back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast, and I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. Now, we talk about conspiracies and 
everything. But let's talk about something real right now, which is positivity. Now, there's this thing going on with uh, Facebook, if you did not know, where Facebook, what was it? Facebook, WhatsApp, and was it another one? IG or something. All shut down. No, StreamYard. Yeah. All of this shit shut down. It was an outage, which I honestly, I didn't even know it was an outage to be perfectly honest with you. Had no mama glue, but it was. <clears throat> now, um, they speak about Facebook, which I could agree. Facebook to me is very depressing. It's very, um, condescending. It's very, um, it's, it glorifies the bad things versus, upholding and approval of the good and positive things. Like for instance, everyone loves, um, you know, the little IG models and you know, they, they cute, you know what I'm saying? But they don't glorify the plus size models. Like everyone does not fit in a size four. Like if you send the four, that's good for you. And everything but the average woman is like a 12 14 you know and we're talking women that have had children and some that have not had children are even you know we our bodies are different we all come in different shapes and sizes and I see a lot of body shaming which I don't give a fuck like I have a picture where I have like all leather on. I have leather from head to toe on. And I was told like, oh my God, you're so confident to take a picture with all that leather on. And it was tight leather. And I'm like, it didn't take confidence for me to take a picture in a tight leather suit. It was more of... I'm not ashamed of what I am and who I am and how I am. Like the fuck, look, you gonna get what you got. Like, look, this, look, <sighs> it's only one of me. This is what you get. You know, I'm not going to hide like, um, false flag and perpetrate and saying that, Oh no, 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 nope. Mm -mm. Nope. I don't have a fake, butt. I don't have fake boobs or breasts. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm like, hey, do you? But I've, we've noticed in society that you're ashamed for being bigger or being thicker. You know what I'm saying? Versus being shamed for being negative and nasty and discriminative and you know it's like whoa it's 2021 and we still body shaming men and women like let's be real not all men is walking around here with a motherfucking six-pack i'm sorry females half of us ain't half of us is walking around with motherfucking kegs 
We keg for keg with our man. It is what it is. Yeah, but you that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You need to be proud of you. Be happy with you. You know, um, I had to learn that it's like I said, it's only one of me. I'm different from anyone else. I have a different opinion. I have a different body. I have different hair. Everything is different because I'm not the same as the next person because if we all were the same. It would be like we wouldn't have any issues because we all would be looking the same, thinking the same, speaking the same. It, it would be a walking zombie of followers that think, eat, like we wouldn't have any variety. And that's, that's what makes you, you, the variety. You know, you are exotic. You know, I had a, a ex, he told me one time that I wasn't exotic enough for him. I'm not, and I had to say, I'm not a rare African bird. What the fuck? I'm not exotic enough. Ex when did I become game foul? Like, I didn't know I was a peacock. I thought I was a human. You know, food is exotic. You can speak exotically. You can dress in an erotic, exotic fashion. But to say I'm not exotic, like I didn't know I was a tray of food for display for the world. Like I had no clue. I didn't know. And, and I cussed his ass out, of course. Like, what the fuck you talking to? Motherfucker, you ain't exotic neither. Motherfucker, would you? I'm not exotic. We get your plain bagel head ass on out of here. Fuck out of here. I want strawberry cream cheese sometimes. The fuck? You're plain ass. But I'm not exotic. But you see, it's the double standard. Women and men... We are not grateful for what we have. We are not grateful for what we give or what we do or what we give out to the world. And that's why I try to put out more positive vibes, positive thoughts. Look, if you wearing that outfit, you rock that motherfucker. That's your shit. Do what you need to do. And fuck them haters. They ain't you. You see what I'm saying? They not you. Fuck them. Like, ugh. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I was once told, um, oh my God, pink and brown, what never I got together. And I actually had to show them, <clears throat> excuse me, let me take another sip of coffee. Pink and brown can go together. Let me show you. I had a nice pair of, um, brown slacks and I had, um, already had, a. it was a brown and pink, um, very soft pink shirt. And they were shocked, like, oh my God, we've never seen brown. Yeah, brown and pink goes together, just like brown and orange. Those are fallish kind of colors. I'm not saying it was loud, hot pink. <laughs> no, but it, even though it still can go, every person wears 
their body differently. And I don't think anyone should be body shamed for anything. N no, you shouldn't be shamed because you're too small or you're too big. No, I don't want you to be shamed about anybody. I just want you to be you. And the media kind of puts that perception out for us that you have to be perfect. Oh, it's going to be a hot girl. Some you got to get your beach body right. What do they have us doing? Buying workout material, weight materials. You have to be perfect. You have to be perfect. Nothing's wrong with being healthy. Nothing's wrong with being in shape. Nothing's wrong with that. You're supposed to be healthy, be in shape. That makes us last longer. makes our immune system stronger. But some people go to the lengths of having body dysmorphia, having, um, an, um, what do you call it? Um, bulimia, having, um, eating disorders because they think they don't fit that perfect mold. So that's why I say we have to be more positive and more aware, more positive of our own mental stability and more positive of others. You know, we all fuck up and say some shit, you know, like, damn it, but you can still reset, you know, but be more positive. I, I, I don't, I'm not finna body shame nobody like, no. Your body is your body. Like it looks great on you because it's only one of you. It's only one of you and there is nothing like you. So you have to be the best you you can be. So I just wanted to end this on some positivity. Be the best you you can be. You know, it's no one like you. It's no one other than you. No one can replace you. You're special. You're unique. So strive to be the best you, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to end our podcast for today. And if no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. And I will see you guys next time. Thank you and good night.